And uh, we joined on the line now by our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Hello. Good morning to you as to the listeners as well. Have you heard a depressed hello? No, have you heard it before? <laughs> Not quite. How about this? No, but this morning's is very good. Clearly, you got a lot of rest. Clearly, Attile was very well behaved this weekend. <laughs> so, we're so, happy you know, for you. I must say that I was saved this weekend because I was away in Durban. So, the wife took over and I, I felt sorry for her for a while. Okay, <laughs> you don't sound very sorry. But moving straight along. Asian markets open the week on a positive note, Clive. And that's uh, following similar or unchanged sentiments from Friday's Fed Minutes. Yeah, well, the ASX coffee, Shanghai in green, as the Fed watch continues, obviously, the Asian market traded in the green this morning, Sakina. Uh, following a rally of the Wall Street as well last week, which sort of put sentiment back into positivity once again. We were very excited to see that. Uh, with the comments, obviously, from the central bank, uh, last week on trajectory of the U.S. monetary policy, we're still looking at that December date uh, where everybody's facing now, everybody's looking at that date. Will the, uh, will the Fed actually raise rates? We still don't know. I still think that if they do still, the risk is still uh, calculated into uh, the decisions being made by investors by this particular moment. So on the data front, investors will focus, obviously, on the October CPI numbers as well. Uh, the most common measure of inflation from Singapore and Hong Kong as well, we're still looking at those. If you look currently right now, your Nikkei is doing relatively well, up into the positives by 0.10%. Uh, if you look at the Hang Seng, also uh, slightly down, but I'll say more mixed than down, so it's sitting at about 0.12% as well. ASX 200 up by 0.39%, and the Kospi up by 0.60%. MSCI Asia Pacific on an average, uh, also in the positives, 0.28%. So all in all, a very good start to the Asian markets this Monday. And European stocks also rising amid uh, growth optimism, Clive? Yeah, there's always been this uh, trend, that, you know, when we start seeing uh, positivity, specifically if we look at the data that's come out uh, of the likes of Germany, uh, we also saw that the pigs' uh, numbers, uh, although some of them very still mixed, but most of them still show uh, a bit of uh, a positivity, which brought back some uh, positive uh, vibes again back into the market uh, last week. So they start this, uh, the futures this week, and they're looking very, very strong. European stock rose again uh, following Friday, extending a three-month high uh, as, um, obviously, investors' optimism and about global growth still is very much positive. But, you know, it's a very strange thing. It seems like the, the markets globally are returning to normality. And, and it's something that obviously means that we've always said that this is a very cyclical, uh, periodic uh, uh, time that we're going through. So you have to be very careful where you lay your eggs and how you lay them, and rather not put them all in one basket. So, for example, in your show, in the uh, European stocks, we still started seeing drug makers, and I'm not talking about PIMS, I'm talking about Astrovenka, Astrovenka PLC, which is uh, which led the European market uh, up by 1.6%. AB and Ambro Group, uh, also very much in the positive, count up by 3.4%. And Glencore PLC on the London Stock Exchange, the only disappointment there, down by 1.8%. But on average, still the market's doing relatively well as the Stocks Europe 600 index is also in the positive by 0.2%. So we're starting to see a lot of positivity. Is it because people are going on relax mode because we're going into Texas? I don't know. But definitely some great news to see that the stocks are looking into the green at the moment.
Speaking of stocks, um, technology stocks, and uh, particularly overpriced technology stocks, Clive, are they worth your while? It's a very difficult argument to to, to, to fight, uh, Satina. On, on the one hand, you want to find value out of stock. You'll hear people talk about you have to look at the value of the stock. But none of the value guys can actually explain the likes of Twitter, the likes of Facebook, and why they're doing so relatively well. And maybe they might be able to explain a company uh, like an Apple, uh, which obviously relies on their goods um, uh, to sell, and then they make profits on the, on the products that they produce. But those kind of companies also producing really strong gains um, out of sentiment, out of number of subscribers that they have. It's the same as Alibaba. It's the same as Tencent. So a very interesting report was done by S&P 500 to try and find out if these companies are actually worth the while to have. And they did also a research to, to ask questions, a survey where they asked people what they thought of these particular companies. Sakina, not so long ago, just before uh, the millennia, uh, just 1999, 1998, 2000, uh, there were IT companies that were sitting there with 60, 70% uh, net market worth, which is what we call a, a price earnings ratio. So th- those companies today are no more. They don't exist because uh, they were so overpriced. By the time that new technology came through, they all fall flat and they disappear from the radar. What concerns a lot of cons- uh, consumers is these companies, how sustainable are they to actually have such powerful PE ratios uh, and, and, and will they be worth it going into the future or will some other new technology take them out? That is the only thing I have got to say. So I would say stick with the companies that are on technology that actually sell goods rather than rely so much more on sentiment and value, uh, uh, on sentiment uh, and, and number of people and subscribers. Because tomorrow something new comes up that overtakes Facebook, that overtakes Twitter, and those companies um, will start to struggle again. And that's why Facebook and Twitter have strategically done new things on their platforms to try and attract more investors, sort of like getting advertising in, getting videos, getting all these other things.